I have a special treat for you today, an amazing treat. This is a 2-4. So today what we're going to do, like always, is we're going to bring a super successful entrepreneur who's built an unbelievable business. And one of the key things of building a great business is you have to do things right. you got to have the authority, the expertise to deliver great, great client experiences. The second thing you got to do is you got to raise your profile. You have to become a celebrity. And Tim Larkin has done both. He is world-renowned as one of the top experts in self-defense. And not only are you going to learn a little bit about self-defense and get a ton of resources for that, but you're going to see how a professional can accelerate their success dramatically. I'm John Bowen. We're at AESNation.com, all about accelerating your success. Stay tuned. You're going to be glad you did. Breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. Tim, I am so excited to be with you here. You know, we've had a chance. We've hung out together a number of times at mastermind groups and other things. And you and your workshop, I mean, I've been blown away with what you're doing, not only in the services you provide, but also in the business you're building. So thank you for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much for having me, John. It's great to have an uh, opportunity to share information with your people. Well, you know, Tim, one of the things when you and I first met and, you know, because of the camera angles, uh, I look a little bigger than you right now. And I got to <laughs> tell you, I'm not. <laughs> Tim's, a, <laughs> Tim's in perfect shape and I'm working on it, Tim, but I'm not quite there yet. And one of the things uh, we we're together, we just, you know, we both want to be at the top of our game. I, you know, I have the privilege to work in the financial services industry, coach the top financial advisors. And Tim was working with so many other professionals and helping them with their self-defense needs that we just started talking in our mastermind groups. And Tim, you know, one of the things I was blown away with, because you know, I, I've hired trainers before and you know, been to martial arts studios and all that. And most of the guys, have, you know, they're great people. They're passionate about what they're doing but they just have a studio and don't make a difference. And you've really embraced the entrepreneurship and quite honestly led the charge. And I wanna get an understanding before we go into some of the, the things that we're gonna talk about is how did you get where you are today? I think probably by never forgetting, you know, what a person, what, what their initial needs are when it comes to self-protection or self-defense. It's an incredibly intimidating subject. And oftentimes, the cookie cutting answer, cookie cutter answer in the in industry is, well, you just got to go through this program, and we'll eventually get to your question. And I think by always being open to answering the person's first question of, you know, hey, I'm worried about X, Y, or Z, and keeping it client focused rather than program focused, uh, is is probably what's made, you know, target focused training myself kind of a unique commodity in the self. World. Yeah, no, I, I had the privilege, you know, we were, we were together probably a couple of years in different groups and so on. And Tim yeah. says, hey, you should go down to one of my uh, classes in uh, 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 Las Vegas, it was. And, uh, and I go, Tim, yeah, okay, I, I'll do it. And it's a two-day workshop. It's, you know, it's a great investment. And I'm, a, I'm 5'8", uh, 230, in decent shape, never really worried about it. And I thought, okay, I'll grab one of my buddies and 
who's really into fitness. He was a captain of the Stanford team, my partner, Jonathan Powell. And Jonathan goes, Tim Larkin, is, he's the guy. You know, you got to go to this. I mean, he, he is the number one. And I go, all right, he's hanging out in a group with me. And we went down. And, and I'll tell you, Tim, I was blown away. I mean, I'm going to be honest. You know, I, 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 you know, I went down because I respect you. I knew it would be really good, and it was. But, and what I did like, I mean, the thing, even in the beginning, it was focused on results. It's not this, you know, year-long program. It was just a really focused program on how to defend yourself so that, you know, if you couldn't get out of a situation, which you always want to do first, if you couldn't get out, how you could effectively render the other person incapable of hurting you. And, you know, that made all the sense the world. I had been a Navy pilot. I uh, went ahead and, you know, boxing and all that in the Navy. And I go, okay, you know, I should do that. Well, I got to tell you, about noon, I started going, you know what? I'm not sure why I'm here. This is a lot of work. And, you know, and, I, and I'll tell you, by the end, though, I, I was blown away. It was a two-day program. And where I was really blown away was not only with what I learned, but what the participants, there were, I don't know, probably about 40 or so of us. There was roughly a third women. And unfortunately, so many of the women had had, I think, you know, an event happen in their life that had caused them to be there. And then a third were, uh, which was very upsetting, the women part, but the, also the third uh, were active duty military, and they didn't feel they were getting the training. I'm talking with them, and they're going, I'm not getting the training. And they're in Afghanistan, and, you know, they're worried about it. And, and it's kind of, why would they come here, you know, as a former military officer? I mean, that's, that's a whole nother issue. We won't go there. And then the third, a guy, you know, 58 like me, they're, they're kind of there, part of the adventure, part they want to know it, maybe train their family and so on. And I'll tell you, we all walked out with a huge amount of confidence, Tim. So I, I want to thank you for that. And, and you know, I, I mean, this, you've taken this to huge levels. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I mean, thanks, John. Uh, we, you can obviously tell that, you know, not only myself, but my instructor staff, we're absolutely passionate about the material. Um, and we're passionate about you getting it. And what's what's really been helpful too is I, I, have, I have instructors that want the same result that I want. And what I want to make sure is that in the time I spend with you, that you're going to be better than I was every step of the way. Meaning we never want you to waste your time. We want to make sure you get the latest methods that we've come up with that get us the best results and take you through that uncomfortable period. Like you said, by 12 o'clock, you know, we had introduced you to asocial violence. We showed you vulnerable areas of the human body. You were having to learn how to, you know, put force into those areas of the human body. And that's all before lunchtime, you know, on the first day. But it was done in a way that, you know, you come away going, gee, the, the most, probably the most hard to deal with aspect of that is not what we had you do, John, but the fact that it was pretty easy to do. And also, you're actually kind of already naturally kind of good at it. And because as humans, these are simple movements, and we're rediscovering some training that's really been stigmatized. And, uh, you know, putting it in the right areas is what I'm so passionate about, is showing you that, you know, when the unthinkable happens, this is an absolutely essential tool, and it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a criminal by understanding how this tool works. And I, I, I got to echo what you said, Tim, is that, uh, one of the shocking things was how easy it was um, that once you, you know, went through and you understood, I mean, you know, 
I, I'm still going through the routine. Okay, what do you take out? You know, I'm not yeah, right. you know, the, I mean, it, it is, it's drilled in by the two days and, uh, you know, your instructors are phenomenal uh, and they've got unbelievable training and they're showing how some of the dumb things that other, I can still remember how I was taught to take a knife away from someone. And, you know, if he can't get out of the situation, they've got, and it's kind of, uh, watching too, I think there are former SEALs or, you know, certainly special forces kind of guys go at each other with a knife and, you know, one, uh, 60 stabs later, the guy got the knife, but it was a rubber knife. I'm pretty sure he might have stopped before the 60th time. The other hand, when he, ta you know, just doing one move the way you teach, it was like, whoa. And, and the reason why I want to just go a little bit into the technical part first here is this is so important for all of us. Uh, Tim, I want to have you share kind of how you work with executives and so on. But I got to tell I do not have kids. If I had kids, I would definitely want them to go through this. My partner, Jonathan Powell, uh, I think he already took his daughter through your program. I mean, it, it was just, it was, um, you know, it's just something at a, you know, parent level, you know, you, you just, you know, unfortunately, you know, the great thing, statistics aren't that bad of any of us, you know, having an episode. And I, I'm, I'm planning on going through a whole my life without ever having it. On the other hand, if it happens, I want to be prepared. Yeah, and, and that's that's just it. I mean, uh, the idea behind this is regardless of whether or not events happen around you, this is kind of the, if you don't deal with this particular subject, this is the 800-pound gorilla that's always in the corner of the room that we deal about. And when it, when it happens to us is when we get in those uncomfortable situations. You know, for women, oftentimes, it's when an unfamiliar male all of a sudden, say, enters an elevator. And they realize, oh my God, I'm I'm alone with this person, and, and you know I'm in close proximity, and I really don't know what I do. Um, you know, sometimes we feel it when all of a sudden you just get that that sign that that one individual that you just get that hair standing on the back of your neck, and just that realization that my God, I do live in a physical world, and I might actually have to take action here, and, and I wouldn't know what to do. That's why looking at this subject is worthwhile. It's a very base human need of ours. And it's a, it's a requirement and it's something that used to be very natural, especially for entrepreneurs, you know, successful people, they had to be self-reliant on their self-protection initially and protect their own assets, protect their families. Um, we've kind of outsourced it in the last 50 years and it hasn't had the best results uh, for us. It was well-meaning on why we, you know, we, we defer to say, uh, police, but when you have most of the police departments telling you, hey, we are no longer first responders, we can't get there. Um, you want to at least have a good base knowledge of how to, one, avoid all the avoidable, but then the other side of the equation is what we're talking about, John, the training that you went through. That is that, that last ditch effort that you have when you can't avoid violence and you have to deal with it. Uh, and yeah. it is so powerful, but I want to switch gears for a second. So, you know, as your fellow entrepreneurs, we have on the, you know, whether they're on the video or whether they're listening on the audio podcast. Um, Tim, one of the things that makes you so unique, and that's why I wanted to bring you on, not only because you're the number one guy that certainly I know in self-defense in the world, I mean, not just in the U.S., but in the world, is you're a great entrepreneur. You're out there, you know, really understanding what it takes to raise awareness, make a difference, and then, you know, and deliver a great experience. I mean, I always think of entrepreneurs, we got to do two things right. We got to deliver a great experience. You do. 
for everyone, whether they're buying a book, they're doing a workshop, doing one of your you know, online training programs, or the other thing. So deliver a great client experience. The second is getting more people to raise their hand to explore working. Well, I mean, some of the people here sell you know, beautiful cars or boats or jets. You know, they do all this great stuff. I mean, I, I get to tell people how to make smart decisions about their money. I mean, this is stuff. You're, you're, you've got a harder mission. You, you know, you got to get people excited about self-defense. And, right. yeah, I mean, a lot of alarms are sold when there is an event. You know, we get robbed or something like that. But, you know, that's a, such a small part of the population. H how have you, you know, made this worldwide kind of movement and creating the awareness and then attracting people to you as an entrepreneur? You know, it, it came from the initial, the initial spark came from when I literally walked into this dingy little studio in San Diego. I was part of a team, I was in the military, and I was part of a team that was looking at, uh, you know, preparing the next generation of officers and, and uh, military personnel for uh, self-defense, you know, for, for self-protection, putting hands on people, actually having to do hand-to-hand -hand combat. Mm -hmm. um, I walk into this place and I just see immediately, now I had three black belts at the time, you know, and I thought I knew myself, I could take care of myself. I walked into what I thought was a slow motion prison riot. And what I recognized immediately was this training, this, 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 there's, there's people that need this. Everybody who's concerned with their own real self-protection, this is the methodology that gets you that access to that information immediately. And I became, you know, it just, it, it immersed me at first. Now, I didn't know how to get that message out. You know, mm -hmm. the instructor that I worked with was great and everything. But I first knew I had to have, yes, I want to have all the technical knowledge. But I was also more passionate about letting people know that this existed. And so you have to have that drive um, to, to get the message out. And then probably I realized, you know, I have no shyness in getting my message out to people and telling them what we have and why they should come train with us. I will tell people what um, will motivate them to come so I can give them what they need. Now, oftentimes, you know, I understand what's going to initially get people in the door are concerns that probably aren't the right concerns. They probably aren't asking the right questions, mm -hmm. but I have to ignore that and answer those questions and, and start with them from where they're at so then I can passionately give them what I know they need. So. You know, I think this is where a lot of people go wrong. They get very in love with the training or the product or whatever they do, but they get really uncomfortable about letting people know, hey, this is damn good. And, and you know what? Come here. And, and they, they think marketing is something that's kind of evil or, or self-aggrandizing or something. And, you know, to me, I just I absolutely knew I don't want this person. If this person only has, you know, a little bit of money that they can spend on self-protection, I want to make damn sure that they come spend it with me because I'm going to give them what they need, especially if their life is on the line. And with that passion, I'm able to, to, to you know, put the method out or the message out. And it just drew me into, you know, what are more effective ways to get my message out? Uh, some of the lessons from Tim, and I see this from all the entrepreneurs I've had the privilege of working with and interviewing as well, is they first start and they want to be a hero to a group. And Tim is very much that. I mean, he's passionate. You can hear it. He wants to make sure that no one, if they're in the wrong situation at the wrong time, they can handle themselves so that they can come out alive. I mean, you know, just bottom line. Second, as a marketer, and, you know, think of what you're, whatever you're selling, it's not any harder than what Tim's doing. 
And yeah. what Tim has done, and, he, and this is a big distinction that a lot of us as entrepreneurs don't get. We get so frustrated that we have something that we're passionate about. We want to be heroes too, but they, you know, our marketplace isn't embracing them. And it's because we're oftentimes selling them something they need versus what they want. And it's often those just little tweaks of, you know, finding the market that you place that you want to be a hero to and really giving them what they want, but having them walk out with what they need. Tim, let me just go to a segment real quick. And this is, I want to go to the big breakthrough. To me, one of the things you, know, you did that to me is revolutionary that, you know, there's a lot of health and fitness people, you know, you and I know a lot of gurus, um, but the, you know, they're, you know, I, I always want to lose weight. Okay. I'm, you know, that's one of my struggles. I always want to get in better shape. You know, I, I, people, you know, financial side, we want to be richer. Uh, you were able to use kind of the celebrity part to go ahead and uh, break through you know, all the noise of all the people out there that are teaching self-defense and to do it a whole new level. I mean, how did you get, what was that big breakthrough? You know, uh, Probably, probably it was the idea that um, everybody out there was teaching it wrong, you know. And and when you get some, when you get some results, especially with high level people, very quickly, mm -hmm. when you can give them something that in two days, you know, guys with twenty plus years experience say it's never been explained that clearly to me. I have a much better knowledge now of uh, the information. Uh, when you have other individuals look at your methods and say, I can use this decision-making that you just gave me for, for self-defense is going to be useful in, you know, all other aspects of my business. You know, that was kind of the, the breakthrough. I realized it wasn't just self-defense that I was selling. I was actually selling, you know, the idea of personal protection extends beyond just the physical. Um, mm -hmm. that, you know, educating people first and foremost on how to avoid the avoidable was really my breakthrough. It was, it was the idea of giving people the full package. Whereas usually if people come to self-defense, they fit everybody in that, that square peg and all those round holes because they say, well, you're going to do it this way. And they don't really answer the question the person has, which is nobody comes to me and says they want to do self-defense, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and when you realize, when you ask yourself, what are they really asking? The breakthrough was really made when I realized people aren't asking me how to be how, how to protect themselves, how to actually physically protect themselves. What they're saying to me is, how can I live a life where I can absolutely minimize the uh, the the possibility for me to ever have to physically protect myself? How can I live my life better? And when I started answering those questions for them first, it was much easier for them to then seek out the actual training like you went to, John, because they said, okay, great. Yeah. I can take my head off the railroad track here, but I realized in this small kind of, you know, unthinkable event, I would need the tools of actual training. Whereas most people try to do it the other way around. They try to jam you with the physical right away and, you know, tell you that they don't, they don't set the stage correctly for you. They don't sit there and say, Hey, by the way, what are you doing in your life right now that could potentially get you in trouble that all you have to do is just recognize it and stop doing it. Um, that's very unique in my industry. You know, it's not the approach people take. They don't want to talk about uh, the avoidable. Uh, they want to talk about, you know, actually getting in there and physically, you know, showing that you're tough and all these irrelevant things when it comes to, you know, the real, the real pro, the, the real problem. 
And that's probably what's unique in the industry. I think that's why I resonated with so many different people was I gave them a very good foundation on when you would ever have to use physical violence to protect yourself and inoculated them from all the things that they may have been participating in before that could have led to that. Uh, it, that's great. And what, what I think you've done, Tim, is I think you did two things. You're only going to go one. One is the message. And you've done a great job on that. And, and really, you know, you're making a difference in so many people's lives. Second part, though, is distribution. You, you got to get a great message. You got to have distribution. And what you did to me that was really unique is you, you, you proved out, you know, the training, the client experience first. Then you went ahead and you know, got the marketing message that resonated. Then you went and joined, you know, I met you at a mastermind group. You're hanging out with all these successful people. And, you know, we're looking at you and we're going, how can we not like you? Okay, you're a good entrepreneur. You're, you're really got a great message. You want to do it. And so many of us, you know, want to not only take care of the, you know, do the training with you, but also get that message out. And you've leveraged that. And I'm going to go one step even when you, when you do that and you raise yourself as a celebrity, what happens is on occasion you get knocked down. And I, I can still remember where you got banned from coming to the UK. I think oh, yeah. England, I don't remember which, but probably the whole place. And, you know, this is like, you know, most people would have taken it and just, you know, kind of tail between their legs and so on. And I don't know, I don't want to say it was a badge of honor, but I mean, there was a misunderstanding of the message you're bringing, but boy, you were, a, I, I saw you take off even more. So why don't, you, why don't you talk about kind of how deliberate, you know, you're both getting that message out to high profile people, but at the same time doing it with, you know, on occasion, you know, as you become, you know, our industry or our world loves to knock down celebrities. But they love even more when you rise back up, which you, you did. And I don't even know if you fell down very far. It was, it was kind of straight up from that moment. Yeah, you know, you have to, the one thing you have to understand is um, you're going to be, what's great about doing a, a piece like this, John, is you give me time, time to explain. Whereas it's very easy, you can take one or two sentences that I say, and it's very easy to couch me as a maniac, you know, like the kill, kill, kill guy. Um, and I think what's, what's important is, you know, you're consistent with your message all, all the way through you, you're passionate about helping people, you know, in my case, that's, that's the big thing. I really want to make sure that people get this information and it's amazing. It's other people end up doing the, uh, the word of mouth for you. I mean, any celebrity or VIP that I've come, I've, I've, you know, had come into my life has been through a random client who came into my class, I had no idea who they were, I had no idea who their people were, but I delivered the message in such a powerful way that they had to share it with this you know, celebrity who just all of a sudden just shows up in my life. And obviously, yes, then all of a sudden, you know, you have access to all their, their clients and they're pushing you and um, it, it comes out. But I think it's because the, the idea is I treat everybody the same because my subject matter, my the, the violence affects all demographics, you know, all political aspects, everybody. And it's really interesting. I, I mean, I have the privilege of having somebody like yourself in a class and you were there with probably a soccer mom. Mm -hmm. You're probably there with maybe a sergeant in, uh, in the service. People that would never interact with each other are all come together for this particular subject because it's a very base need in, in, a, in a human being. And 
it gives me a tremendous opportunity when I share this that I'm not limited to a particular type of demographic. And it allows me to get people who are influential and they just they resonate with the message and they really want to help. Um, actively seeking it, though, is not really, in my experience, where I got it hanging out with great groups like you know the groups that you and I are part of mm -hmm. that to me was just vital it was vital to get myself around those types of people which is you know people would think it's strange nobody in my industry does that they don't go to you're, um, you're the first one you know Tim that I've seen in self-defense period you know in any of the groups and I'm, I'm a big believer we're talking about mastermind groups AES Nation is kind of a virtual one but you know Tim's pretty humble and and I don't want to name names, but, you know, the, the celebrities we work with, any of you would be impressed. And they came not because Tim's marketing directly to them, but they came because of the value. But then the word of mouth of having these celebrities do that. And, you know, for all of us as entrepreneurs, we need to think about that. That's, that, that is just a big part of it. Tim, Tim I'm going to switch just for a second because I want to get everything in. And you got so much going on. Uh, Tell me how passionate, you know, what, what are you passionate about now? I mean, you're, you're out there, you know, I, I, I get your newsletter, get your mailings. I, I, I saw your new book, you're on TV, you're doing this, you're doing that. I mean, um, you know, what are you passionate about now? What, as an entrepreneur doing what you're doing, what, what, what's, where's the passion directed? Uh, you know, John, the, the thing that's just, got me so excited is after five years you know, of putting this together, beta testing and development, we're launching our virtual training center and the, the ability to share the information with no degradation of instruction, no degradation of quality of instruction um, is so important to me because the biggest challenge I had was, you know, I, I only have, I have an instructor cadre of about 50, you know, professionals that, that do this with me, but we can only reach so many people and the demand is huge. And there's a temptation that other people have done in my industry to do quick instructor, you know, instruction certifications and just put out, you know, people that can put out a lesser quality product. And we just would never do that. And so finally, technology is at the stage where I can share this information on a level that was unthinkable before. And literally, I can hit all the continents that I have, have uh, clients on, which is just no, amazing. I mean, it is. And, you know, I'm going to call this the nail and scale. I mean, what you've done is you've nailed it. You've got a great experience and so on that you deliver to clients. And then you're scaling it up. And technology is just amazing. I mean, we're here. You and I are talking over Skype for free. I have my whole podcast studio technology switching stuff is maybe $3,000 at most. You know, in the past, you, you and I would have to walk into some, you know, TV studio to do this and it would cost, you know, thousands of dollars just for that episode. And, and we'd have two minutes to explain all this too. And, you know, and so it's an amazing time and I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're doing it because there's just such a need here. Now I'm going to switch to uh, entrepreneurship for a second and I'm going to go, Tim, I know you travel like crazy and uh, you're right. I think you are. I haven't, you know, you and I haven't talked to in just about a year. We haven't run into each other lately, but I know you were traveling. <laughs> Are you yeah. still traveling? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Well, if they don't, if, as long as they allow me in their country, yeah. home, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I'll go. Uh, but you know, like, like I'm, I'm leaving for Toronto tomorrow. You know, I, I go up to Toronto, mutual friend of ours. I'm going to my, my, my strategic coach program tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Salva. again, yeah, I, I, you know, 
travel is just one of those uh, those things that you have to you have to you know you have to get the message out. There are times where there's nothing that's going to be short of personal participation and face to face um, interaction with people. And so it's just a big part of it. You know, I have to make sure I, I touch I touch these areas. And travel has to be just part of my commitment, you know, to the product and what I do. Well, and and I, and I think this is so important. I mean, I'm one who I live in uh, Northern California, Silicon Valley. I got a great place. I got a great family, great friends, and I hate traveling. Uh, on the other hand, every time I travel, all kinds of amazing things happen. So I've learned that I have to travel and. Uh, when you travel, though, I want you to, you know, this next segment, let me play it here, is the app of the day. And, Tim, when you, on your smartphone, what do you have? What are you using, to, you know, for the traveling part of it? Yeah, the, the, the one indispensable, uh, you know, app that I've been using in travel that's just been, it's really literally changed the way I do transportation has been Uber. Uber has, uh, it operates in just about every city that I travel to. Um, it has just made the ability for me to have to worry about, you know, getting to my training center on time, being picked up. The flexibility of it is just so key. The costs are, are you know, when you really add up, you know, what it costs to either retain a car or, or do anything else, it, it, the costs are just fantastic. I mean, it's it's just a a great company the fact that you can get feedback and you can rate you know the drivers and you know your drivers rated when they show up the consistency of quality that i get out of it it's um it's really been key for me because of course i, I travel a lot of times to have equipment with me um and, and travel and transportation is absolutely you know critical and uber just has yet to fail yeah and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll put it up on the screen here but i gotta tell you uh i love uber too i mean they are not sponsor of this podcast or anything, uh, but uh, if you're not, if you haven't downloaded Uber and you travel at all, do it. Uh, it is, uh, they have earned the business. Tim, you had one other one, because we were kind of joking before we got uh, turned on the camera. Uh, the, uh, uh, what's the other app that you had? Airbnb. Um, and what's funny is, John, and you, you and I were talking, cause I'm the same, you know, I, I've, been doing what I do for 25 years and I committed a little bit, you know, probably about at least 10 years ago that um, I was going to only stay at really nice places because I have to show up fresh, ready to train. And, you know, if I, if there's a, a nicer option, I, I'm always doing, you know, whether it be air travel or anything. And so I was always staying in the nicer hotels. Um, I discovered through a friend, Airbnb, and let me put it, it up on the screen now. so everybody has it. It's Air B N uh, as in November B. Right. And Tim, how are you using this? Because this is one. I mean, you're. I got I'm a little. I'm big on technology. I'm in Silicon Valley. I've known about this forever. And you and I were talking. I'm not using this one. Okay. Right. So uh, I'm staying at the nice hotels. I, I keep. I I have it downloaded on my smartphone, but I'm not using it. How How are you using it? I just recently, like like recently, I went to uh, I went to New York, and I was there for a week. I stayed in a two bedroom uh, tower on the thirty seventh floor, at um, in Hell's Kitchen, beautiful area of town. Just all the great restaurants, walking distance to everything, walking distance to the seminar uh, that I was I was giving. Um, I stayed at it probably for a 
third of the cost of what it would have been for like the Grand Mercy or one of the really nicer hotels that I normally stay in when I'm there. The internet was, you know, all set up. It was, it was much faster than, um, than anything I get there. Well, I mean, and, and you didn't pay an additional uh, uh, amount for connecting and everything else. I had a door, I had doorman service. I had everything. It, and I found that the quality of where I stay with Airbnb, it gives you a lot more flexibility. Um, and again, the beauty, John, goes back to what I was saying about with Uber is in this technology, now, it's that ability for the customers to rate the landlord, everything, you know, you know, are the pictures actually what you see they are? Because oftentimes, I don't know about you, but there are times I've booked hotel rooms based on the <laughs> yeah. pictures, yeah. and it looks like it's a great five-star place, and you show up and you go, oh, my God. Yeah, you, got, you got the yeah. only closet that they rent out type thing. And exactly. No, I've had, I've had great... Um, uh, I've just had amazing places that I've been able to stay uh, around the world. You know, I, I still stay in hotels. I don't want to say that I don't stay in hotels, but if it's an extended stay, I'd much rather have the ability to to book something in a nice neighborhood um, and have the flexibility of maybe just you know cooking my own breakfast or just a little more privacy that you don't get where you don't get that with a with with a hotel app. No, that's great. Now let me go to the next segment here because and I'm going to make a commitment that I will use. Airbnb on one of my next trips here. Any more than, if it's more than two days, I'll use it. Okay, and the next is, da 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 da, the book of the day. And uh, Tim, um, I'm not gonna let you off. Uh, you've got a new book, and as a matter of fact, I'm gonna put it up on screen here. And it is great. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna just mention your first book, where this is where I just got to know you, How to Survive the Most Critical Five Seconds of Your Life, which I thought was great. But you raised the bar, and uh, you wrote a new book, and and survived the unthinkable total guys to women's self protection that is done exceptionally well. Tell us a little bit about what's in there. Yeah, you know this this book uh, was was really good for me. I mean, we were, I was very blessed. We hit New York Times with it. We did really really well with it. It resonated with, with everybody. Um, I was asked to, to write on the subject of women's self protection. And it, it kind of incensed me that I had to write a book on women's self-protection with the idea that, that the idea being like, you have to train women differently than we train men. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole emphasis of the book was violence against women is at an all-time high. And, and a lot of it goes unreported. Um, you just had, you know, recently the Ray Rice issue that's coming up. It just comes up all the time. And really, there's, a, there's oftentimes either uh, a blame the victim type mentality, meaning she did something to deserve it, or, hey, there's nothing a woman can do. She's weaker. She's smaller. Therefore, you know, um, we got to always make sure there's a police officer by to, you know, protect her. Where, where it's, it's just ridiculous that women aren't being trained early on on how to physically protect themselves in an effective manner. Um, it's not because they're not capable of it. As a matter of fact, female clients learn much faster than my male clients. And the reason being is because when violence happens to women, it's the real thing. Um, so this book goes in depth about, you know, it, it, it really isn't gender specific. It's, it's a very good book all around on self-protection. But in particular, it's written for women so that they have the ability to go through and, and really understand how violence works. And instead of you know, having unnecessary fear, understand that, hey, there actually is an approach to this that makes a lot of sense. 
and can a help me avoid a lot of things because women oftentimes put themselves in harm's way without really even knowing and um, you know they can they can learn to avoid the avoidable but more importantly they can be shown physically that they're very capable of protecting themselves if you know given the right information and that to me is it was really passionate I had a lot of support with it I had a lot of celebrity support Tony Robbins wrote the uh, the forward for me he was really passionate about it um, and it was very very helpful but uh, it's an underreported subject it's 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 a much bigger problem in the U.S. and worldwide than we like to let on and uh, that, that was motivation. Well, and, and it's a great book and I can tell you not only the book but also uh, being in class and you know, a 200 plus pound guy pretty big and fairly strong and and there were some drills where you would have you know uh, a woman you know so there'd be basically they'd pick a guy to go through the exercise with and I, I was just blown away with how little confidence they had in the beginning, but by the end of that, how, uh, so there was no question that I was not going to harm some of these hundred pound women. Uh, they were right. able to take care of themselves without any problem and it should be required training. Well, let's switch gears. I want to go back to the entrepreneurship stuff. And Tim, what I want to hear is what is that one insight that insight of the day that you want to share with your fellow entrepreneurs that you've learned through, you know, this overnight success we jokingly talked about before. I mean, there's a lot of work getting to this point, but what's the one thing you would share, the insight uh, that you could help your fellow successful entrepreneurs even be more successful? I think probably is, you know, I'm in a very saturated market, as you said, and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of group think in that market. And I think really for entrepreneurs to really um, to really get to that next level, you have to ignore all that. You, you have to realize that you have a different approach, that you have a, a product that commands um, a better price point and that you're you're not apologetic for that. And that if, if anything, you take the time to clearly put your message out on why and why it's important that people um, come and get their information from you or, you know, for your product versus everybody else. I, I, oftentimes I see people skip over that. I, I see them make the, the, the mistake of thinking everything has to be short and sweet and bullets and not taking the time to say, you know, what's gone into it. What is the background behind what you're doing? Why is yours different? You know, what methods went into this? Tell the story. People yeah, don't people, tell the story. People want the story. They want to emotionally connect, and you do that well. Tim, let, the one thing I, I want to kind of pull together is the resources that you have, because I'm going to pull up your website, and you've got a whole bunch of resources that are available. I mean, they can spend a little bit of money, buy the books, obviously, and so on, but there's some free stuff available on the website. I mean, wh what, what could they take advantage of to learn more if they want to take it further with themselves, their family, their company, their key employees, that type of thing? Yeah, we made it really easy. You know, you just go to the website, targetfocustraining.com. There's a, there's a small box that you just put your email in, and you will be getting all the free content that we put out. It's not a, you know, I, I know I don't have to say it, but. We don't, we don't sell your email addresses. It's, it's one of those things that truly, it's my belief that, you know, as much as I would love you to come to a training right away, spend, you know, buy all my products, do everything. I, I really want you to understand 
what our approach is, how we look at the subject matter. Is it a right fit for you um, before you ever spend a dollar? Because I think there's a lot of preconceived ideas about self-defense, violence, how and why you would ever get training. We take you all through that with all the free material. So, so please take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great training. Whether you come to Tim's training or not, it's, it's stuff that you need to know. Let me go, and I want to go into key takeaways that I'm walking away here for you know, all the entrepreneurs from Tim's. Very first part is be a hero to someone, okay? Whatever group, you know, go ahead and be passionate about that. That's number one, and that's all of us as entrepreneurs. We're going to make a difference in the world. You know, we're going to make that small dent, as Steve Jobs talked about, in the universe. You've got to decide what part of the universe you want to do it. Second, recognize the difference between wants and needs. And we market wants, but we're delivering a client experience that not only goes to those wants, but really gives them the needs so they're going to get the results after that are really powerful. A third thing is when you get it, you know, you get that client experience going well, you nail it, then scale it. Use today's technology to do that. Also, raise the awareness it's not only being an expert in authority and what you're doing but that celebrity tim you uh you know have been a great entrepreneur a great mentor i've learned a lot from you and i really appreciate the time to get today that you know you could share your insights so thank you very much thank you john and please if uh if anybody has any questions if you get any please send them on to me i'll make sure that everybody's questions get answered yeah and and you know i mean really and tim's sincere on this i've learned a lot from him and i know many of my peers have you know this is just so important two lessons one everyone that's watching this or listening to this podcast make sure that you understand how to protect yourself in today's world second be a great entrepreneur. Take the lessons that Tim shared with you. Your current clients, your future clients, they're counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success.